As notes in a concerto, so flow the days of our monks. Hey, I'm Candice. I'm playing Chiom Koga, a water genasi monk who is a student of the Way of the Shadows style. I'm Nick. My character is Enzo. He's a tiefling monk who is a student of the Order of the Voiceless. I'm Walker. I'm playing Bron Wilberkins, a Goliath monk who is a student of the Winslow Wallace Falkmore School. And I'm Scott, your announcer and dungeon master. This is Days of Our Monks. In our last episode, both Braun and Chiom defeated their first opponents in the Dark Tournament, rising as champions both glorious and subtle. Unfortunately, the remainder of the defenders of the Realms of Good, including the brave Dela, suffered terrible defeats. With the fate of the planes resting more and more on the shoulders of our heroes, they retire from the arena of combat to a night of celebration. But is this a simple party? Or is it merely an arena for a different form of combat altogether? Walker, will you give me a roll on your proficiency on your brewer's kit? Oh, excellent. Which skill is that? Uh, let's call it uh, intelligence. Don't write it then. So just my proficiency bonus. All right, that's a total of 16. So your brew's gonna go one of two ways from here. Because <laughs> right now it is, let's say, volatile. So it's either gonna clear up from this point and become something horrifically alcoholic because it is reacting in that dwarven Duragar brewing kit, unlike you were expecting, or it's going to go full-on explosive, and when you try and bottle it, it's going to detonate. It's not impossible for it to go both. I'm going to try to steer it towards beverage. Okay. Oh, lucky. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, you folks get in your healing, get cleaned up, change your clothes if you feel like it, probably a good idea. Oh, you worked up a sweat. The area where you've been having breakfast and your meals when you come back out for the evening has been completely completely uh, redecorated. It's a ballroom. There is a lovely side table full of food. Oh my god, so full of food and uh, fountains of wine. There is an orchestra that is composed mostly of goblins and orcs, but they are playing beautiful music. Um, they're playing... The rest of the stories so far. <laughs> Braun and Enzo have never heard music like this before. Uh, it is ethereal and glorious, and there's a, a a rhythm and a passion to it. There's an emotive content that it's just it kind of drives on you. Chio, uh, however, that's Ganassi music. Uh, they they are playing music composed by Ganassi. She's just humming along softly. Her, like like her eyes are distant and misty. And and when you get down conducting the little orchestra off to the side is Blaze. Smug bastard. <laughs> There's like a little steam that rises from like her shoulders. Don't you see this? He is wearing There's a... steam coming from Enzo too. <laughs> wearing a black kimono with red dragons 
um, embroidered into it. Oh yeah, she's wearing like this like fabulous white kimono with uh, light blue birds and butterflies embroidered on it. <laughs> his face is the best. I'm so sad this is a podcast and no, none of our, our audience members can see his face. <laughs> he looks so upset. My ears are literally ringing at thinking about this type of guy. Like, <laughs> I feel so much for Enzo. <laughs> um, Aether is there in. I guess the closest thing I could call it, it's a Mind Flayer tuxedo. <laughs> Nikki, you need to draw this. a bolo tie with like eight little tentacle bolos? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's a stereotypical evil Mind Flayer robe, but um, it's all in black and white and there's lapels somehow. <laughs> and tails. Must draw this. And you're not sure that that's a regulation size top hat, and you don't think that should actually fit him. The monocle sets it off, though. <laughs> Someone get that clamped over his sweetie little eye. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the pirate captain, uh, dressed in a gown that looks like it cost what most countries make in a decade, <clears throat> as there are uh, diamonds and emeralds, uh, just and, and rubies, woven into the embroidery of it. Uh, even though it has a a sizable cleavage window, it still seems to be tasteful. It's you know just the money makes it tasteful, the shape of it makes it scandalous, and somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Uh, is the succubus just occupying that space. <laughs> wow, a dress that wears the succubus? That is new. That is that is impressive. Um, but she uh, <clears throat> welcomes you all to the evening meal. There is plenty of food, there's plenty of drink, and uh, we will be dancing in a bit if you partake in that uh, particular activity. As much as I would love to, I have promised my friend that I will train him this evening. Well, there's odds. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, that's a pity. And she, she looks at Enzo. I was so hoping I could steal you for a dance or two. But I suppose these things are important. You are in a tournament. Training. Oh, no, no, I can spare the time. Certainly we can put off the headbutts for a moment. The headbutts. Uh, chapter 2, Section 3. Nonsense, oh, that is the most important part. We will put off traps training for tomorrow. And with a disappointed look on her face, the succubus just wheels around and drifts away. Yeah, the dress is wearing her. It's kind of... She could have made our decisions about her dress. <laughs> she probably should have. Um, Chio is wearing this dress. Yes, she is. <clears throat> Give different thing class. Give me a performance roll oh, to, to wear your dress. Oh, jeez. This is like what she does. I don't even have, I don't even have proficiency in performance. Uh, oh. Well, what... What role would you like 
to wear a dress properly. I mean, that's a skill. I mean acrobatics, honestly. No. <laughs> Have you ever tried to put on a dress that's properly tailored for you by yourself? I have not, but I have had to put on ill-fitting fishnet, and I kind of understand where you're going. Yeah, it's, it's a similar experience. Yeah. Can I do acrobatics? Or if you persuasion? do acro... If you do... Uh, or do you have persuasion? You can have persuasion or acrobatics and disadvantage. I'm going to do persuasion. Okay. Okay, that's better. That is a 14. I'm not very charismatic. You're, you're, I'm you're 14 charisma. You're wearing the dress. Yeah. She, it's just hard. She doesn't have all her stuff. No, she doesn't. <laughs> She's making do. She's just making do. We've postponed traps training for tomorrow. You have time. Traps. So is traps training the same thing? Well, this as... morning we talked about training your traps. Increasing your children and back muscles so that in case you get your horn stuck in the table again, you can get yourself out of that mess. First try. And then you wanted to learn how to headbutt, and that kind of rolls into the same thing, so we needed to clear some space for the evening for that. Okay, so what exactly? Are you saying that I have time for one dance before... All this? Absolutely. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have to find a sizable tree for you to practice on. I'll join you in just a moment. So you're, you're considering, you know, your, your one dance. Uh, Blaze uh, finishes one song, takes a bow. Everyone else does. He calls over a drow and passes off the baton, gives him a couple of instructions. Another song starts. Um, Aether looks over as that song, oh, I should have known he would have them play one that he composed. She <laughs> kind of just fans herself a little bit. And he drifts across the floor and offers a hand to Chia. Would you do me the honor of a dance? It would be my pleasure. She uh, flips her her white swan feather uh, fan closed and puts it in her uh, Obi and uh, takes him. Now, here's what we're going to do. Uh, he gets to, uh, the dancing role is going to be an acrobatics role. That sounds accurate. Uh, I, because, I did ballroom dance. Particularly I for Ganassi, uh, because they are doing this mostly without actual contact with the floor. And uh, uh, his dance role is going to be the DC of Enyo's wisdom role to keep his thaumaturgy in line. Ooh. No, to the number. Oh, 20. Natural 20! Ooh! <clears throat> oh! Oh, man. It's as if you didn't have advantage beforehand. Uh, so, what does that give you as a total? 27. Okay. I miss being a rogue. On a nat, uh, on a nat 19, he matches your 27. A what? Uh, on a nat 19, he matches her 27. That's the DC to keep my thumb in her. <laughs> yes. Which is a what? A wisdom save? That is a wisdom save. <laughs> I, I can't do it. It's literally impossible. A natural 20 will unless save. I, unless I natural 20 this. Okay, so I get a plus 3 to wisdom saves. 22? Oh my god, oh. that was so close! You know what? I'll give it. You, you are right next door. I'll give it to you. Yeah. I will give you that. 
Uh, you got that, that champion fighter thing that turns 19s into crits <laughs> <laughs> for this? <laughs> you, you managed to stop the sound of the wettest fart in history ripping out across the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you choose to fail. That's up to you. <laughs> You know, the song that you composed. <laughs> 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 That's what you but I'll compose you a piece. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chio and Blaze literally dance up a wall, and uh, you are aware under circumstances, you could actually move across the ceiling as though it were a floor. Whoa! But yeah, yeah, this is this is a thing. You, he he dances you across the ceiling. Are other people going and dancing? Around? Yes, yes, <clears throat> people are. Can people actually see us? Oh or yes! Is it just so steamy, they just like. Uh, no, they can follow the trail of whirling steam. Ah, okay. Ron will stand up from his meal. I would like to point out that Braun is wearing his <laughs> finest suit. Yes, it is sleeveless. <laughs> well, yes, your finest suit. <laughs> it's just a crop top that with like like the fake tuxedo, like the tuxedo shirts. It's that, but in crop top form. <laughs> nope, it is a tuxedo without sleeves. Okay, and he is going to walk up to Dela and go, "May I have this dance?" And she gasps a little bit. Uh, she is dressed in a lovely peasant gown. Very, very halfling, but it's beautifully cut, looks good on her, and she absolutely accepts. It'll be acrobatics at disadvantage because of the height disparity. I would like to point out that his family is all gnomes. You know what? I will eliminate the disadvantage of that. You can just do, you can do straight, <laughs> straight acro, uh, or you can give me a straight strength, a straight athletics roll to just pick her up and dance with her as though she were dancing. I am going to see... Does she appear as though she wants to dance under her own power? She appears that she wants to dance with you, however that happens, so it's... Lux it is. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't even have to roll, this is all based on you. So if you humiliate you, you humiliate everyone. <laughs> no pressure. Alright, dirty 20. Not bad at all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The dice gods are kind in this evening. You whirl Dela around like... <laughs> like someone trying to seduce Annabelle. And, uh... <laughs> the music makes it so easy your feet leave the ground a couple of times. It's weird. Outer plane, I am man. going to march straight up to that succubus. <laughs> I'm going to front her and say, I have time for but one dance. Would you do me the honor of a company? She gives you a smile that shows you the fangs in all their glory and says, I thought you would never ask and offers her hand. Okay. Acrobatics? It's acrobatics. You are, however, for some reason at a disadvantage. You think it might be the music. <laughs> Smug bastard! <laughs> Angry as a bar! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so 
starting to eat it. She compensates. And you don't take the 11. You take the 25. As good follows do in ballroom. Um, she leads a bit. And, like uh, I do in ballroom! No, okay, sorry. Sing <laughs> <laughs> <Same> on parallels. <laughs> and, and, and she puts her lips right next to your ear and is like, I'm not fond of Blaze's game. I know it better than you might imagine, but I'm not fond of it. So I'm going to give you a couple of edges. You'll see them when you get back to your room. I'd use them carefully if I were you. And plants a kiss on your cheek that makes you warm in places you... As a tiefling, you thought you were immune to this, but no. And everyone dances the night away. Grab a little food every so often, except for Chio, who is entirely sustained by the magic of the dance. And then I head out after one dance to plant my head in a tree several times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they almost come along to watch. She might, she might learn some stuff. Indeed. I teach him the fine art of smashing nose bridges with your forehead. So, uh, yeah. And they're going to have a night of bashing his forehead into a tree. <laughs> You're going to get a long rest before the fight starts, the, the next day a tournament starts. So, I'm not going to count any damage from this, although there is, in fact, going to be damage. And probably a substantial amount of damage. And uh, you're probably getting carried to your room and laid down uh, in your bed by Braun. Uh, because you are probably going to knock yourself out at this point in time, because there's plenty of stuff for you to pound your head into a tree about. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree with everything that you just said. <laughs> I would like you to make a note <clears throat> that uh, in any difficulties that we assess for your uh, horns and headbutt situation, you are at advantage to release yourself from it. Now that's right, practically a feat for Enzo at this point in time. <laughs> Just going to put under features and traits horn extraction. Perfect. I very much enjoy Enzo as a character. <laughs> that's one of those things that. It's one of those things where, you know. The right situation, you can play that into a pretty substantial combat advantage. <laughs> like, like, how much of a Ganassi can you let out through your horn holes? <laughs> so, by the end of the night, uh, Bronze, you wore yourself out. Hang on, hang on. As Bronze is laying Enzo into bed, he, he just half Halfway grabs his arm and says, Hey, Braun. Yes, friend. How is the pullout? <laughs> Braun Bra just goes, gives him the thumbs up. Real slow, like. <laughs> 
Braun gets a good night of rest. Aside from a little bubbling coming from the brewing stand. Probably nothing. More sounds that I'm accustomed to. Shio glides back to her room. A glow, the glow of fire suffusing your mist for some reason. Go figure. He very politely heard from you at the end of the at the end of the couple of dances and had to go back to his duties. The the training master is never entirely finished. Didn't even kiss your hand, just gave that bow and eye contact and glided off. Smug bastard. <laughs> Get, get back to your room just in time to see Sonny finishing his katas. <laughs> your bonsai plant is practicing your style. I'm so proud. Someday I'll teach you to shadow step. Oh, my little sapling. And he rustles his leaves at you. Spend some quality time with Sonny, talking to him, singing to him. Because you're, you're, you're going to be up for a while. Yeah, teach him haikus about how wonderful warmth is and <laughs> how pretty flames are. <laughs> and, uh, and Enzo, last thing before you pass completely out is an absolutely gorgeous old, maybe even uh, heirloom tea set next to your bed. Looks familiar. Pristine. Might be glowing a little bit. This the tea set sitting there. Yeah. Last time you saw this tea set, not only was it not glowing, but it was going out of porthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a moment, there's a piece of Enzo's nine intelligence that goes, man, with the succubus giving me all this stuff, I think I'm getting it over my head. But then his nine intelligence also says, nah. Oh my God. Ron's smarter than Enzo. <laughs> God, no! <laughs> and on that note, unless there is anything else, we will call it a special. <laughs> And now, a word from our sponsor. These violent encounters certainly get the blood flowing. Unfortunately, much of it is on my delicate whites. While my shadowy arts have trained me to leave no trace of my actions, somehow there are also bloodstains to contend with in my laundry. Why must the path of peaceful conflict resolution lead to so much pain and bloodshed? And why must the resulting stains be so persistent? Don't worry, my stalwart friends. Though we are blooded in mortal combat, we can purify our souls in meditation. For everything else, there is opera soap. Of course, opera soap. The pain of our struggles deep within my soul and the embarrassment of long-lasting bloodstains on whites can finally be laid to rest like my dark and shadowy past. Thank you, Opera Soap. Yes, Opera Soap. 
formulated to remove the stains caused by the blood of over a thousand sentient species while leaving your whites as bright as the day you bought them. Now available from retailers in your home plane of existence. Thank you for listening. If you like this and want more, you can find us at thelairaction.com.